Welcome to The Dad Presents. Make sure you're following the show wherever you're listening. And wherever you are out in the world, spread that love and liberty. Let's go. Thank you for joining the show today, guys. And today we have on Clay. He's coming back to tell us all about monkeypox. Now, the WHO, they've declared a world emergency because something like, I don't know, like 22 gay guys at a rave in Zimbabwe did some unsafe butt stuff and they got a rash. So that's how low the bar is now for declaring a worldwide emergency. A few gay guys do some butt stuff and get a rash. World health emergency, lock them down. These blood-soaked monsters, they'll use any excuse they can to just make a giant power grab. Now, I don't know much about monkeypox. I really don't. I don't know very much about it at all. Maybe it's more than a rash. Maybe it's very dangerous. Maybe it's going to kill you. I don't know. What I do know is that government is filled with liars. We know they lied about almost everything with COVID. So we shouldn't blindly trust what they say now about monkeypox. You just can't. You can't trust a liar. If a liar lies to you once, you can't trust them. If a liar lies to you a hundred times, you're crazy if you trust them. And that's how many times the government has lied to us in my lifetime alone. Easy. What do we know? We know that monkeypox is mostly spread from butt stuff. We know that the majority of the butt stuff in this country is happening with gay men and maybe a little bit in my house when the bride has more than one bottle of wine. All right. So we know all that. And we know that the powers that be like shutting the country down and telling people what they can and cannot do. But we also know that government will never tell people to stop doing butt stuff to stop the transmission because telling them that is a loser. So they might lock us down again. I don't know, but I know they'll never tell people to lock down the back door and they shouldn't. But if they did, they won't because if they did, I know a whole neighborhood in West Hollywood, an entire school of full of Catholic girls who might not accept the government trying to shut her up the back door. I mean, you thought the riots of BLM in 2020 were scary. You thought January 6th was rough. Just wait until some government bureaucrat marches into Crunch Gym in West Hollywood and tells the boys that America is going straight Saudi Arabia on their asses, literally, and butt stuff is going to be prosecuted like this is friggin' Sodom and Gomorrah. See how that goes down. Man, dude, West Hollywood will burn. It'll be flaming. And that's not a pun. Now, as you all know, The Dad Presents was permanently banned from Facebook and Twitter for interviewing Dr. Pierre Corey and Dr. Peter McCullough, two doctors who gave you actual factual evidence showing that a certain medicine, we're not going to say which one, but a certain medicine was causing healthy young people to just drop dead at rates we've never seen before in human history. And this information was not coming from them. It was coming from the insurance companies who were having to pay all this out. Well, lo and behold, now the evidence from Pfizer and Moderna now has been released. Now it's out there. Now everybody knows. And guess what? Now you're allowed to talk about it. And as you can see from the data on your screen, Dr. McCullough and Dr. Pierre Corey and Dr. The Dad, we were correct. It's on the screen. Look at it. So once again, for at least the sixth or seventh time, this show finds vindication and all the judgmental lefty lunatic a-holes with holier than thou attitudes who would say the absolute rudest, meanest shit 
to myself and others like me. People who cheered when unvaccinated people lost their jobs for not complying. People who wanted your kids to be held down and vaccinated, whether you wanted your kids vaccinated or not. Well, do those people who were so adamant, do they now apologize to you? Do they at least admit they got it wrong? No, no, they don't. The answer is no, they don't. They pretend they will say, nobody possibly could have known. Who could have known all this? This is all brand new information. Nobody possibly could have predicted it. That's how they act. It's obnoxious. It's disrespectful. It's cowardly. And it's dishonest to take the who could have known position now that they've been proven wrong. You know who could have known? Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Pierre Corey, Dr. The Dad. I knew. And millions of other idiots like myself knew. I'm not special. I just had the balls to come on the air and say it out loud. And the fact that these people even now won't even admit it, it's why much of America has lost respect for you, Joe Biden, for you, Mr. Fauci. I mean, here's what Fauci said just yesterday. I wonder if you would recommend locking down schools if you had to do it all over again. Well, you know, again, it's uh, first of all, I didn't recommend locking anything down. What? What? You didn't recommend locking things down? It wasn't you. Who was it? Here's the thing. If these people, America's a forgiving nation, right? We see people come on TV all the time and apologize for being racist or whatever. I'm sure Will Smith will have a career again. America forgives. We love to forgive and forget and move forward. And we like our elites as much as we like to rail against our, our elites. This is a nation that looks up to the elites. So here's the thing. If these people were humble about their errors and their and less arrogant and less judgmental as a result of their screw-ups, then a lot of us and myself would probably be willing to say, well, yeah, you know, they masked our kids and gave some of them learning disabilities. And yeah, they shut down businesses and killed our economy and put us into a massive recession. And yeah. They forced people to get vaccines that killed some of them, but they said they're sorry. They're good people. They know they screwed up and they're changing their arrogant ways. So let's forgive and forget and move forward and pick up the pieces of society. But no, we can't do that because they won't do that. These arrogant pricks are more in your face now than ever. And now they want us to take them serious on monkeypox. Now they want us to take them serious when they say we're not in a recession. They want us to take them serious when they say Leah Thomas should be able to compete with girls, even though Leah Thomas has a pecker. No, I'm sorry. We can't take you serious anymore. I mean, what's next? What are they going to tell us next? A global emergency because of climate change? That is what they're going to tell you next. A global emergency because of climate change. You're not allowed to drive a car anymore. And then when you say, well, I need a car because I got to drive my kid to school. And no, I'm sorry, I don't want to eat bugs. I like cow, and I don't think cow farts are going to be the death of Earth. Then your obnoxious lefty friend and, and the government they listen to and the talking heads on CNN, they'll probably call you an evil, selfish grandma killer or a baby killer. So here's the thing. At this point, I say, I say screw these people. If they've not been humbled by their errors up until now, if they're going to double down the way they are, 
then they're not going to be humbled. And you can't deal with arrogant pricks like this. It's time for the rest of us to move forward without them. I've always taken a very level-headed and logical approach to all this. And I've tried to spread on the show a message of unity because I, I feel like unity is the only way that so society can survive. But you can't find unity with people who hate you. These people, they despise you. These people would be happier if they had been right about COVID and the vaccines and your dirty, unvaxxed body dropped dead because you didn't get it. That's what they were predicting. And they would have been happier if that's how it worked out. But it didn't. So, look, I find ignorance annoying. That, that's one way I'm a bit of a, an elitist. I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I find ignorance super annoying. I find arrogance annoying. I'm a little bit cocky. I'll admit that I've always been cocky, but arrogance is a different thing. So ignorance is annoying. Arrogance is annoying, but arrogant ignorance, it's unbearable, unbearable. So let's get into the show. Okay. But first a word from our sponsor and our sponsor is expressvpn.com slash the dad. You get three free months of a VPN blocker. Now government has recently admitted, or I don't know if they admitted, but the data came out that they spied on over 3 million of us during COVID. So if you watch or listen to the show, guess what? You're on their list. You're on their list. They're spying on you. And that should be, that's the whole commercial right there. You need expressvpn.com slash dad. Get it. Three free months. You only pay on the fourth month. That's the whole commercial. You need it. Now let's go. We're going to get into it right now with Clay. But here's what I want to say first about Clay. Clay Clark, he brings the heat and he brings receipts and he brings a lot of wild ideas. And when you have Clay on your show, your show turns a little bit into the Clay Clark show. Okay. And you know what? I'm fine with that. I'm fine with it because guess what? Then I don't have to work as hard and I don't like working so hard. So Clay's got wild ideas in his head, but he's not just out there aimlessly spraying hot fire and burning the world down without any context or any proof. Okay. He comes, he does his research and the things that he believes, there's some very powerful people in the world who believe exactly the same things. As crazy as the things he's going to tell you are, there's some powerful, powerful people who believe the same things. So based on that alone, you should pay attention. You should look into it. And, and after the show, Google some of the things he told you to Google, look into it for yourself and decide what you think about his ideas. Um, frankly, frankly, I don't know what I think about his ideas. Every time he has me, every time I have him on the show, he leaves me with my head just like it's a whirlwind of confusion. But I'm going to do my research because I do know this. Here are some things I definitely know. COVID was created in a lab. The government, in association with Moderna, which they own part of, they had a vaccine for COVID before they, anyone in the world knew that COVID was a thing or that anybody had COVID. So that's pretty fucking weird. Pfizer knew their vaccine would kill people, and they attempted to hide that from the public. Government knew that the vaccine would not stop transition or transmission, but they lied about that, covered that up, and forced people to take it, knowing full well that it wouldn't stop transmission. And they used COVID as yet one more excuse to steal your money and transfer it to the super wealthy in the country. So knowing all that, there's no such thing as a conspiracy, conspiracy theory anymore. 
that doesn't at least deserve a bit of your attention before you dismiss it. Yes, most conspiracy theories turn out to be just that, some wild bullshit, you know, flat earth, some wild bullshit. Um, what do you call the, the jets going by and leaving their, their chemtrails? Seems like wild bullshit to me, but I don't dismiss anything anymore without at least applying some logic to it and looking into what the facts are. So I'm guessing Clay and I are not going to be on the same page after this talk, but he's at least going to challenge me, cause me to think a little bit differently, and that's good. So now let's get into it with Clay. Guys, we're back with the great Clay Clark. Now, Clay is the founder of the Reawaken Tour, which is doing really important work to help the people find some truth in the, a crazy world where it's hard to find truth right now. Clay is the host of the Thrive Time Show, and he's back today to educate us about monkeypox. So, Clay, thanks for coming on. How are you doing today? Brother, I, I feel like we're living in an alternative parallel universe. I would have never thought... Uh, if you would have sat me down, I'm 25 years old, uh, growing a massive DJ entertainment company, growing a wedding industry, you know, investing in growing a, a dentistry, growing a photography brand, a video company, a marketing company. <laughs> yeah, you're a busy I guy. I never thought that I would ever be on a, a, a show, any show ever talking about monkeypox, pandemics, quarantines, curfews, lockdowns, World Economic Forum, Yuval Noah Harari. What? And I feel like all of us have been just sucked into this tractor beam of yeah, yeah. just this World Economic Forum Great Reset conversation. And we have to pick a side right now. And I hope I can provide some facts tonight for to, to give people some clarity. Yeah, I hope so. And yeah, it it does feel like it's time to pick a side. Now, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I went I went whole hog on COVID. I learned everything I could. Yeah. Um, and everything I learned pointed to the fact that government was lying to us and the media was helped them lie. Mm. Um. And now on monkeypox, honestly, I don't, I've shut it out. I don't, I don't have the energy. I don't know yeah. anything. So that's why you're on. Okay. And, and the chances is, is if I did actually go out there and read and try to learn, yeah, it's going to be propaganda. So, so help us cut through that. What do we need yeah. to know about monkeypox? Well, let's do this. I'm going to focus on five big ideas and then maybe we could break into some details. So five big ideas. The All first right. Got my notebook idea. out right now. Five ideas, writing that down. Let's go. So big idea. Number one is that monkeypox is um is, is now been declared a, a feek or a public health emergency of international concern. Um, and so if you go to time to free america.com, time to free america.com, you click on this button that says uh the monkey pox. So you it's go to time to free america.com, click on the monkey pox button. There I have down, I put the document you can read, and this summarizes it all for you. It's not written by me. This document was written by the Nuclear Threat Initiative an organization founded by Ted Turner 21 years ago and funded by Bill Gates. And this organization prophesied or guessed, or planned or whatever they did. They said there would be a monkeypox outbreak beginning on May 15th of 2022, May 15th. So they prophesied and or guessed that there would be a monkeypox outbreak specifically beginning on May 15th of 2022. And it happened. Wait, wait, wait. So you're saying this document was written 15 years ago? Uh, 15 months before the outbreak. Oh, 15 months. So, okay, that makes a little more sense. So 15 months ago, a document was written and released that stated monkeypox would be released. Right. And, where, and, and where can we find this document? If you go to time to free America.com and you click on the monkeypox button, uh, you're going to see it right there. And it's just a link to the nuclear threat initiative where you can read it. And, and a, because I'm not a... Okay. A doctor, Check the show note, guys. I'll put that in there. 
in the this show is Doctor Dave Martin, who's who is a friend of mine. Uh, he's the uh, lead character in the in the movie called the Plandemic series. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Doctor Dave Martin explaining it more succinctly than I can. So here we go. Let me hit play real quick. When you want to terrorize a population, what do you do? Turn to the experts. And so I, I love to point out a lot of people have been really upset about this monkeypox, you know, scheduled release on March of or sorry, May of, of 2022 coming so from I'll a March 21st actually. publication. And people is- sit there and go, oh, my gosh, how on earth could they have ever been so prescient to find out that that they were going to have a monkeypox release three days away from the stated date for the alleged outbreak to occur. Okay, so we got that. Okay, so st- big point number one, monkeypox was prophesied, planned, or predicted by the Nuclear Threat Initiative nearly 16 months before it happened. Is is monkeypox, was this a thing that existed 10 years ago, or is this a brand new disease? Monkeypox was stated to have existed since the early 70s. Okay. And certain scientists and researchers say, no, it was the early 70s, it was 71, 72, 70. We'll say early 70s. And so the second thing we need to know is over here, I want to make sure very clear, monkeypox over here, big idea number one, it was it was planned, prophesied, or predicted by the Nuclear Threat Initiative, which is funded by Bill Gates. So now I want you to kind of tie this into COVID. So, so COVID, uh, the models that said that 2.2 million people would die from COVID-19 were prophesied, planned, or predicted, or guessed by Bill Gates. They were funded. The models that said that 2.2 million people would die were, uh, they came from Bill Gates. They were funded by Bill Gates. And monkeypox, the predictions for monkeypox, the outbreak, the spread was predicted by Bill Gates. So same person. Okay. Now, second idea is they're trying to tie, they, the World Health Organization is trying to tie monkeypox to climate change and climate change to monkeypox. So listen to this insane uh, report here. Here we go. This is... uh the World Health Organization is warning that new outbreaks of monkeypox and Lassa fever may be linked to climate change. Now that happens to be Simon. I got the name of Simon. The World Health Organization. He's just a talking head. New outbreaks of monkeypox. Simon Marks. Uh, okay. was, but if you just go to Google or DuckDuckGo and type in monkeypox climate change and click on but it, new. But he he referenced the World Health Organization. Are they actually? Has the World <laughs> Health Organization actually tried to make the tie yes. between monkeypox and climate yeah. change? Yes, and this is and we, and lesser fever may be linked to climate change. This U.S. Air Force report graphically outlines the military's desire to exploit and manipulate the weather for the purposes of war. By- now, if you go to timetofreeamerica.com, there's a button on there that says the truth about the climate emergency. Now, I'm going to drop some knowledge bombs, but everybody has to look this up and assume I'm crazy. When you go to that, that button on the website, I have all the patents there, okay? But there's an organization called HARP. H-A-A-R-P, and HARP, again, HARP, it stands for High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program. HARP, using extremely low frequency signals, okay, HARP, can, this is based in Alaska, they can send up signals into, uh, into almost like just underneath space. They call it the ionosphere, but they send up these signals, and they can actually cause uh, there to be a drought or to be rain on a given space and time. So mm-hmm. the most notable examples would be China for the Olympics openly bragged that they could manipulate the weather. And I know that sounds crazy. I know that sounds far-fetched. And that's no, why this, is, this harp is not new. Like harp's been around for a while and harp's been talked about for quite a long while. I mean, it's pretty, it's pretty well known that harp 
has the ability to control weather in like certain situations. Got it. Control globally, but in certain certain situations, they have the ability to regionally control the weather. So let's follow out the logic on this. So if we are saying that the monkeypox pandemic was planned or predicted or prophesied by the nuclear threat initiative, Bill Gates, and um, then we're saying that monkeypox is somehow spread by climate change. Then remember for COVID-19, the, the solution that was pitched was the only way to stop the spread of COVID-19 was to take an RNA modifying nanotechnology shot mm-hmm. uh, vaccine, which was uh, largely funded by Bill Gates. Right. And now guess who wants to solve climate change? Guess who says, I have the answer. Bill Gates says, I would like to go ahead right now. And I would put, he puts his hand up. He says, I want to, I want to dim the sun. What? He says, I would like to dim dim the sun. So Tucker Carlson using dust uh, or something, right? He went, yeah, so listen to this. This is is Tucker, Tucker Carlson reporting on Bill Gates wanting to dim out the sun himself as some guy who got super rich making bad software. Bill Gates thinks of himself as God in control of the solar system. And that's why Bill Gates is now backing something called sun dimming technology that would reflect sunlight out of the Earth's atmosphere, causing global cooling. Now, again, that sounds a little bit disturbing. It's called space bubbles. I want everyone to look that up tonight. Space bubbles. You might say, come on, space bubbles. I'm trying to do is I'm trying to keep people from having to go really, really scan the whole Internet and get misinformation, disinformation, truth, false. Eh. I've just put all of the sources. They're all cited at time to free But this is called space bubbles. And the Blaze Network, this is a Glenn Beck program, a Glenn Beck Network. Uh, one of their reporters reported this the other day. This is even referring to Klaus Schwab, the head of the World Economic Forum, is uh, recommending the use of space bubbles to dim the sun. Listen to this. Here we go. And Well, the World Economic Forum is looking into it. We've got a tweet from the Daily Wire. Should be no risk. World Economic Forum pushes space bubbles to block out the sun and stop climate change. And there's, of course, a picture of evil psycho leader, Klaus Vader. So, okay. So again, that guy guy is like some kind of uh, scientific uh, um, movie bad guy. That's that's a proper name. Klaus Klaus, uh, Vader. I like that. There he is. That's Klaus Schwab right there. He's just a (laughs) disgusting individual. So let's make sure that we're we're learning. I'm going to take notes here. So we're on the same page. One, we know that monkeypox was prophesied, planned, or predicted by the Nuclear Threat Initiative. That that is a fact. We all know that. Okay. Second is we know they're trying to tie in monkeypox with climate emergencies. They're, They're saying this it's caused by climate change. There's a climate emergency. Three, we know Bill Gates has the solution, he says, for both climate change and COVID-19. Mm-hmm. So he says, I have the solution for COVID-19. And does, doesn't he also, he's also the largest landowner of farmland in America Uh-oh. at a time when they're trying to stop people from using certain fertilizers that grow food. So, uh-oh, now here we climate go. change. And I, well, you and I have not compared notes, so you, you have just skipped ahead to note to point number four. Okay. It's called the Anthropocene. The Anthropocene. Now, for anybody out there that doesn't know what that is, that's okay, because you're probably mentally healthy. I want everyone to type in Anthropocene, <laughs> okay. and it's A-N-T-H-R-O-P-O-C-E-N. So Anthropocene, the World Economic Forum, just type in Anthropocene, World Economic Forum. The Anthropocene is a new period of time that the World Economic Forum wants to usher in. And anthro meaning human, and then controlled gene. That's what scene means. So it means controlled gene. So a human power controlled gene. Okay. So they're wanting to usher in this time period of the Anthropocene. 
Now, for anybody who wants to watch a documentary that will make you, uh, this is like somewhere between like a horror, which I don't, I don't watch horror movies, and then like a a really really terrifying Terminator. It's called the Anthropocene, the Age of Mankind. It was created by V Pro. They're the ones who shot Yuval Noah Harari's documentary. They are the ones who shoot documentaries starring Marina Abramovich. They are a very uh, globalist organization. They shoot these documentaries, and their documentary is called The Age of Mankind, The Anthropocene. I want to hear play this little audio clip here. This is The Anthropocene, and they're talking about... L'Anthropocene, c'est un terme de... You kind of get the, pe- you gotta get the feel. It's thousands like a, of years, and that's what's destroyed this area. It's a, all, in a sense, it's a runaway. This is The Anthropocene documentary. We're not in control of this. Okay, and now we're going to get into the part that just what? Okay, so it they, they start talking about how because it's pretty much a foregone conclusion that plants and humans won't survive the Anthropocene. They needed to make a seed vault. They being Bill Gates and the Rockefeller Foundation have made a seed vault. Listen to this. This is a real thing they're doing. It's terrifying. In case our plants don't survive and become extinct. There is the global seed vault high up in the north of Norway. Terrifying, but true. Okay. In this bunker, around 10,000 different types of seeds are kept at low temperature to prevent plant species that are important for our food supply from disappearing forever. Here's the punchline. It safeguards our planet's biodiversity. Wait for it. Here it goes. These seeds will survive the Anthropocene. So they're saying that the Anthropocene, which is the period of time they want to usher in, will uh, cause most things not to survive. But luckily, they have made this Svalbard Global Seed Vault, which is controlled by Bill Gates, Syngenta, and Rockefeller. And they're saying but they will survive, which is why all the elites have bunkers and seed vaults. Okay, so... You, you you put out a lot of information very fast. You're very well Sorry. researched, and I and I appreciate that. Um, but to slow it down for us, us yeah. slower people. No, it's good. Well, a seed vault is not necessarily a bad idea. I mean, that's a good thing. Like we should have a vault of seeds in case of emergency. The the bad thing is if you're purposely trying to push us in a direction where those seeds are are needed. Right. The the vault should be for emergency. We should not be forcing an emergency. Anthropocene. One more time. What is that and who is talking about this the world economic forum klaus schwab is uh, pushing the anthropocene and his right-hand man whose name is yuval has, has he said Norbert. that has he said those words has he said uh, anthropocene yeah anthropocene is actually on the world economic forum website which okay is a website that he controls the organization he founded and they are recommending that as being the new uh, time period we're moving into so at this i'll only just i'm gonna read uh to your listeners out there I apologize. I don't sound like James Earl Jones or anybody that you'd want to narrate a documentary, but let me go ahead and read this to you. This is a, what is the, I, I think you have a lovely voice. Go on. It says, what is the Anthropocene and why does it matter? Okay. Our impact on earth is now so significant that we should declare an entirely distinct geological epoch period of time. The Anthropocene, according to the working group on the Anthropocene, the group of experts presented the recommendation to the international geological Congress. Anyway, so, the Anthropocene, in order to survive the Anthropocene, there's a documentary that was produced that shares that, that the seeds and humanity, by and large, won't survive the Anthropocene. So the Rockefeller Foundation, which is a big fan of depopulation, and Bill Gates, who's a big fan of depopulation, they are making the seed vault. So 
as we're recapping the terrible, the terrifying timeline and the, the, the five me- mega points here again, monkeypox was predicted, prophesied, planned, guessed by the nuclear threat initiative, which is funded by Bill Gates. Monkeypox uh, is now being pushed to say it's connected to climate change. Okay. Bill Gates is the one who's in charge of, by the way, the World Health Organization. He's the one who largely funds it. And Bill Gates is the one who provided the solutions for COVID-19. He says, I have the vaccines. Ha ha. And Bill Gates is the one who says, I can block the sun. Ha ha. And Bill Gates is saying, in the event that plants don't grow as a result of the Anthropocene, I have the seed ball. Ha ha. And so this is called the Anthropocene. And Bill Gates is uh, a big fan of depopulation. Bill Gates is a, uh, Bill Gates has said that we are entering an era where vaccines can help with depopulation. Like those words have come out of his mouth. So there's right. no question about that. What so what is your larger theory? Is your are are you theorizing that Bill Gates is bringing about these diseases and the vaccines for the purpose of depopulation so that he can control the world with his seed vault? Like I, I understand all the things you're saying, <laughs> but what is the what is the larger what is the larger vision that you're trying to share? Well, with us? you and I um are both I think what what hopefully our our, our bond that I think we we've, we've kind of are, are building is that both of us seek um facts and truth and where maybe there might be a small departure or a big departure, or maybe, I don't know, um, is I go to, to the Bible. Then what I do is I, once I go to the Bible, then I come out of the, so I go to the Bible to find, um, kind of my, my warning signs or my markers or my indicators. And then I go into the world to find that, which I find in the Bible. Okay. You try to match, you're trying to match Bill Gates to some character in the Bible that you think is bringing about the apocalypse. Or even bigger than Bill Gates. So this is why I would say I'm just going to give people a bunch of facts real quick that you can look up tonight and assume I'm crazy. So Revelation 16, 12 in the Bible says, and the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates and the water thereof was dried up and the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. So the Euphrates is, is dried up. It, it is. In Revelation chapter 13, verse 16 through 18, it says, here is the wisdom, but him that hath understanding of the Bible, count the number of the beast, for it is the number of the man, and his number is 603 score and six. So mm-hmm. it tells us in the Bible, this book written by John, inspired by God, open vision 2,000 years ago, he said, look out for the number 666. So I would ask the question, why did Bill Gates choose the patent number or the publication number for his cryptocurrency that goes inside the human body, which everyone can look up tonight? W zero two zero two zero zero six zero six zero six. Wait, wait, wait. You, you got to rewind on that one. Bill yes, Gates, you're saying, has a cryptocurrency that goes inside the human body. I, yeah. I guess you're going to say it goes in via via a vaccine and that the patent on this cryptocurrency has the number six, six, six. Is that W zero? That correct. Yes, it's W zero two zero two zero. Zero six zero six zero six. Anybody can Google it or DuckDuckGo it or Brave it right now. I'm and absolutely gonna do that. You what, should. I, what, I, what, what do I Google to find this? And do you have like a screen share? Can I share something? Can I do that? Is yeah, that, go for it. Yeah, let me do, let me I, do. I'll just have to allow it. Yeah, let me. Think. Yeah, let We've me. Not just, done that before, but let's go for it. Yeah, hopefully, I think it's like a thing where I got a little admin setting. If it's it's too and if it's difficult, no no worries. Um, but everybody out there, you can type into Google tonight right now. Um, W zero two zero two zero. Zero six zero six zero six. That's what you would Google search is W O like world order 2020 zero six zero six zero six W zero 2020 zero six zero six zero six. All right. Got it. Yes, sir. And then I continue, you know, CERN, um, which is the world's largest supercomputer, which invented the World Wide web. Right. Their logo is six, six, six. 
And they're located 6.66 miles from the World Economic Forum, which is just very. I've been a big fan of CERN, you know, going going back. Well, uh, going back decades, they've done they've done some amazing research and that, you know, they're searching for the God molecule and they've come up with some fantastic stuff. Now, you're saying they say that again. They're six miles yeah, well, the logo for CERN is six six six, which to me would just be a little disturbing. You know, if, if I if I, I were, noticed that, yeah, logo so is six six six. Okay, yes. Yeah, okay. so if you just and again, I, I mean, imagine that I I have I have a marketing company. One of my companies is a marketing company. Okay, and clients mm-hmm. are always like, "Could you make a logo that can inspire people to buy more cupcakes?" I mean, could right. you imagine showing up and going, "Well, here's the deal." I have created three sixes to interlock. I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, so and then the World Economic Forum, their logo is also six six six. Yeah, and the World Economic Forum and CERN are located six point six six miles from each other. Good lord! If and that, I mean, I I can't verify for listeners that's true. Yeah, listeners, please look yeah, into look that. I don't I don't I don't even know CERN's logo, but if that's true, if their logo is three sixes, I do yeah. know that about the World Economic World Economic Forum logo, yeah. and they're six point six six miles together. That's super creepy, and even for a non-Bible guy, like it's hard to yeah. reconcile that with. Well, what and I'm an I'm a Bible. non I'm a non-religious organized megachurch guy. I'm a Bible guy, mm-hmm. but I'm not an organized megachurch guy because I don't think the megachurch has any relationship with the Bible. Now, CERN is located on top of the former temple of Apollyon. That's where CERN is located. So uh, that'd be Revelation nine eleven. So you say what? So Revelation nine eleven, which uh, again is in, in the Bible, it says here, uh, and they had a king over them, which is the angel of the bottomless pit, whose name in the Hebrew tongue is Abaddon, but in the mm-hmm. Greek tongue, half his name Apollyon. So you know the fact that CERN is located on top of the former temple of Apollyon is a little disturbing. But we continue. CERN invented the World Wide Web in nineteen eighty nine, and they chose to call it WWW. Well, in Hebrew, W is six. Yes. So CERN, WWW would be 666. Yes, except, um, except that uh, our, our friend Al Gore invented the internet. So Thank you, Alvin. <laughs> now, now, this is uh, the word Corona, and it is numerically 666. And, and so C is the third letter. O is the 15th letter. R is the 18th letter. O is the 15th letter. N is the 14th letter. A is the first letter. If you add those numbers up at 666, 66, and then there's six letters in the word. So you you go, what? Yeah. You, you know, again, I'm, guess, I'm just going to keep going. Um, okay. So then you got the, the Google Chrome logo. Everyone says, yeah, but Google says. Well, the Google Chrome logo is 666. Wait a minute. I'm looking at that logo right now. How is that 666? There's three sixes connected. Oh, I see it. I see it now. Now that you say it, I see yeah. it. Okay. It so is, the blue dot is the center of all the sixes. Is that what you're saying? Yes, sir. I can yep. see it. I don't know if that's what they're going for, but I wouldn't. They're evil. I would encourage you to evil. assume I'm crazy. I would encourage everybody out there to assume I'm crazy. Well, here's the thing. Here's here's the thing, Clay. I hope you're crazy because I because if you're right, what what's the point of fighting this or talking about this? We're screwed. The, the oh, revelations okay. is coming. The apocalypse is coming. We're all fucked. Yeah. So what's, well, if you're right, what what are we doing here? Why are dude, we wasting our Well, hey, before before I answer that, I I have I have just a few more disturbing knowledge bombs. For okay, you. go on. Okay, so Putin. Okay, now this is this is this is this will just melt somebody's face. So if okay, you go to okay. rumble.com right now and you search for 666 and rumble, you'll find this video. I put it up there the other day. Biden decided to meet with the interim leadership of Israel to agree on separating Israel into a two-state solution. So he met and pushed for a two-state solution. It's, it's very well documented. And he signed this Jerusalem declaration taking 
Israel back to the pre-1967 indefensible borders on July 14th of 2022. So Biden signed it July 14th, 2022, which is 666 days after Trump signed the Abraham Accords. Again, what's up with the number? Can we move on from the number? Can we stop doing the number? No, no. So then. But wait a minute. What what are the. okay? yeah. Six hundred sixty six days between those two things. What's the what's the correlation between those two things? Why does that matter? Um. The way the Bible would, is written is that uh, Israel is is supposed to be God's, the country that God chose or the people that God chose, yes. and you shouldn't separate his people. Right. And so the fact that there would be a, a, an agreement that separates Israel into two states 666 days after Trump uh, signed the Abraham Accords is, is disturbing. That's what I'm asking. What's the Abraham Accord? Like, why are the two related? Uh, Abraham Accords was essentially a, a peace deal, which, by the way, I don't agree with. So even though people say, well, Eric Trump's on your tour. It doesn't mean I unapologetically agree with everything Donald Donald J. Trump. I mean, I don't agree with the RNA modifying nanotechnology in the shots. So, Mm -hmm. but so anyway, but those agreements were pivotal because it paved the way for peace um, in a way that that uh, biblically is. And the next one was for a two state solution. Right. And so right after the ink, I mean, ink's not even dry yet. Putin schedules a meeting to meet with Iran and Turkey to agree on how they are militarily going to work together which would fulfill Ezekiel chapter 38, one through six. This would be, uh, so it, So you're seeing these things come together in a way where you're saying, what? Um, Revelation 17, 13 says, they will have one mind that shall give their power and strength unto the beast. Well, you've all know Harari is openly talking about how they can connect brains to computers yes. using the Neuralink technology. True. And I'll just kind of leave the final, like just, two biblical verses so people can research on their own is revelation 13 2 says and the beast which i saw was like unto a leopard and his feet was the feet of a bear and his mouth as the mouth of a lion and the dragon gave him his power and his seat and his authority that would match the physical description of the guardian of the nation statue that's now sitting in front of the un and you've all know harari keeps saying that the elites are trying to build a noah's ark while they're going to leave the rest of humanity to drown he keeps saying this during interviews, mm-hmm. which would mm-hmm. fulfill Matthew chapter 24, verse 37 through 39. And then you've all know Harari himself um, is openly gay. Um, he is from Israel. He rejects the God of his fathers. He wants to ban the eating of meat. Um, he wants any of these are all things. First mm-hmm. Timothy four, four. So you, you just there's a lot of there's just a lot there. So I believe and this is where um, I have an answer for your listeners that may be discouraging or encouraging. I'm just going to give it to you. Um, and I've had to work through this this year, by the way, because I've known these things for a long time. And every time I meet someone, they don't know these things, including the people. People perceive there are certain people in charge of the world. Let me just put it this way. There are seven people close to President Donald J. Trump, five of which are on the Reawaken America tour. And every time I go over this with people, they, they don't know these things we just talked about right now. So there's this perception that like, oh, man, the Republicans must really know what's going on. No, they don't. So this is what I'm going to share with you is if in, I believe in the concept of in, infinity, so eternity with Christ. So when my dad died of Lou Gehrig's disease, I'm drawing this little picture here. Mm-hmm. Um, so when my dad died of Lou Gehrig's disease, a lot of people were like, why are you not sad? So this is my little drawing of infinity. And, right, it's, right. and it's not really good because it would go on forever. You could even draw it. But in the, in the timeline of infinity, I'm drawing this dot just big enough so the camera can see it. And that's what I would call our life on Earth. Okay. But the drawing of infinity is not big enough and the dot's not small enough. Understood. I believe if we are to die and we are right with Christ, not right with the mega church, 
not right with the Lutherans, not right with the Baptists, not right with the Catholics. I'm saying if you're right with God, as described in the Bible, I believe as a reward, you get to spend eternity with him. Got and I, that, that, so my hope is in Ephesians chapter one, verse 16 through 18, the hope of his calling. And I believe that is the hope because in the natural right now, every time, I mean, I've met with governors this year, lieutenant governors, congressmen, senators, and I have prayed, I have pleaded, I have begged. I have met with the, I have met with these people surround. I'm not kidding. I've met with so, leaders so, of the free world. Hold on. With, so you're, you're meeting with gut. There's governors who are, are, who are meeting with you and taking what you're saying serious. So yes. there are important people who believe the same that you believe that's happening. Well, let's say this, let's say this on the reawaken America tour. If anybody goes to time to free and a quick housekeeping note, we have 200 tickets, less 201 tickets left as of right now, my ticker for New York in August. Okay. And then mm-hmm. September we're going to Idaho, Washington, and then October, we're going to Pennsylvania. And people always ask, how do you get Dr. Martin and Bobby Kennedy Jr. and Eric Trump and General Flynn on the same stage? They don't even politically agree. How are you doing that? And I said, well, I don't take an income or a salary. I'm just seek, I, I seek the truth, which is embarrassing for Republicans and demoralizing for Democrats. So when you start to do this and you get a certain momentum, these governors feel the pressure from the people to at least take a call. So I've sent in what I believe to be our number one draft pick. Dr. David Martin. So Dr. Dave Martin said, Dr. Dave Martin, will you go meet this person or that person? So he's met with many attorney generals, plural. And these attorney generals say, so you're saying the models are false that said the 2.2 million Americans would die from COVID. The PCR polymerase tests are falsely calibrated. COVID's treatable using budesonide, ivermectin, hydroxychloroquine. The treatments for COVID, remdesivir and midazolam are causing death. And the shots are have RNA modifying nanotechnology. And they say, can you prove it? This dude rolls deep with patents, proof, yeah, facts, yeah. and every time they can never deny what he's saying is true, and then well, yeah, they don't the, act. The, those claims you just made, those those are factual about COVID and the yeah. shot and all that. Those, those are factual things at this point, and I think most people recognize that at this point. But yeah. they won't act. They won't act. True. So I, yes, I, yes. I've actually had a meeting with an attorney general, and the way the, God, the Bible tells you to do it is when you have a grievance with somebody, you're supposed to go to them privately. And then if it doesn't get worked out, you bring accountability like other people. So I met Mm -hmm. an attorney general this year. My wife was present and many people were present, doctors, top doctors. And we shared everything we just shared with you. And he goes, he goes, Clay, I I know what you're saying. It's true. I've looked it up, but politically, I don't have the capital. This is a true story. That's a tough one politically. He gets out a piece of paper and he says, over here's one circle. Mm -hmm. I said, what are you doing here? He's over here's a circle. This is called the truth. Other circles, what people can handle. Yes. I can't go outside of where those two meet. Only where they meet, that's where I can go. I'm like, brother, we're talking about the end of humanity as we know it. This is Yeah, but no, he's he's right. He he's right. Because even if you're right, and I look, it, I, I believe a lot of people read the Bible, a lot of people believe in the the Bible, but also a lot of people can fit things from the real real world right. into the Bible in whatever oh, yeah, way maybe. they want. And you kind of yeah. did some of that, but you also brought some hard data of what is actually happening. And you're talking about these logos and whatnot. And it's going to be up to my listeners to decide whether they want to look into this further and find truth in it. But what yeah. he's saying is so true because even the most religious people, when it when something happens in the real world and they have to tie it to religion, there's they're only willing to stretch their mind so much. And if people aren't willing to stretch their mind politically, mm-hmm. it's a loser. So I can sympathize with what he's saying. Yeah. Well, I would just say this in, in, in closing, and I do appreciate you letting me be here. Um, 
I would like the, the listeners to, to take a little challenge here for me. If you're out there and you're skeptical, okay, this is called the $1 challenge. Okay. Uh, One is you can download my, my new book for free tonight. So that, that doesn't cost you a dollar. You can download it. It's called The Great Reawakening versus The Great Reset. You can download it for free at timetofreeamerica.com. Um, two, you can download the documentary that, that shares all this in a film format. Phenomenal, uh, very well produced. We hired the same team that President Donald J. Trump used for his documentary. So you can download that for free at timetofreeamerica.com. Or third, if you're like really on the fence, you can come to one of our Reawaken America tour events and you can name your price. So you can pay as low as a dollar. I don't care. Right. I, mean, I remember I that really from last don't. time. That's, that's pretty when cool. When you show up, I've had a lot of people that came to the event we just did in Virginia. And the guy came to the, one guy came to the event. He pulled me aside after day one. He goes, I did that whole dollar challenge deal. And I looked up everything you every everything that was said today, and everything that was said from that stage is true. Mm-hmm. And I just I, I just wow. So then it's like, well, what's the hope? And I always tell people, I just feel like my thesis is we need to get right with Jesus, but not like a religious like Lutheran, yeah, like. Yeah youth pastor that has kind of messed up hair that wears sandals that somehow, you know, gets four weeks off a year. That's kind of oddly cool, like praise and worship fog machine. Like uh, we got to do the sermon in 30 minutes because we have to go to, we have to go to Olive Garden. Not like you're not worthy of praying to God. You got to go talk to the Pope kind of thing. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. talking about just getting right with God and in, in the Bible there, that, that'd be my take. It, yeah. It seems to me what you're saying is we're doomed. The, the revelations is playing out in real time. Oh. The world is coming to an end get right with God. That seems to be the message. The overall bigger picture. My overall bigger picture is definitely get right with God. And as a byproduct or as a bonus fry, a lot of times I have five kids. I think we're out of French fries. I discover an extra fry at the bottom of the bag that I did not anticipate. And it's like, oh, wow. in and out burger, a bonus. fry. (laughs) As a bonus fry, I would love to save our nation. That Well, that's what I want to ask. We got to go. But this is my final question. Yep. Revelations is here. It's playing out in real time. If yep. it is re- revelations from my understanding of the Bible, it yep. cannot, we can't stop it. So are, are you saying that, do we have a fighting chance against what's coming at us? Should we fight? Well, if you read the book of revelation out loud, um, and you, I would re- I encourage you to read it out loud, uh, the King James version, it says the book of revelation, it's the only book of the Bible that I know of. It starts off by saying anyone who reads this book is blessed. So I think that's something you need to know and you read it. And then I think you need to understand that like, wow, if I capitulate and I take this RNA modifying nanotechnology booster after booster after booster, and I'm willing to give up my free dumb of movement, my free dumb of thought, my, if I put this RNA modifying nanotechnology in my body, if I do that as a reward, I get damnation for eternity, which is longer than time on earth. Or if I don't give in, I get salvation for eternity which is great. So it's, it's a kind of a trade-off thing. Um, but I just encourage people to get right with God because I'm telling you, I mean, but let, let me do this. I'm going to send you all of the notes. Um, I'll put them in from, the show notes. Yeah, do that. I'll put, I'll put it in the that show way, notes, people. Look down, scroll down. You see it. I'll, I'll send it to you. Let me do this right now. I'm just going to send it to you in this chat here. Okay. Boom. And then you've got it. And then you can maybe copy it and paste it so the document yep. doesn't get banned from the internet. Will do. Excellent. Thank yeah, you, bro. I, I would encourage time. all my, first of all, Clay, thank you for coming on. You're super interesting. You definitely know your stuff. You, you bring it all to the table. So I do appreciate that. I would tell the listeners after everything we've lived through in the past two years, all the lies that have definitely been exposed 100%, all the truth that has come out, don't discount 
anything you hear as being conspiracy theory, at least look into it. Because at this point, I'm open to exploring any idea because nothing nothing can be more crazy than what we just went through. Amen to that. Yeah. All right, Clay. Thank you so much. Appreciate your time. Take care. Bye-bye.